I broke everything. I'm a vampire. Kill me. Kill me. I was a little drunk. Plus, I was horny. Am I getting through to you? Over! Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Vampire's Piss. I am your host, Cassidy Easton, and, and with my... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, it's cool. I interrupted you. And with Mateo. I go by Mateo now, but you could still call me Matt. Mateo joins me live from New York, mm-hmm. as always. It's Saturday night. Um, Saturday night. Mm-hmm. I, I, I... I wish we could. I, I wish I had thought to ask you to record yesterday so that we could do the whole uh, David Lynch "It's Friday Once Again" thing. But oh, there's yeah, always future. Yeah. There's always future episodes for that. Yeah, that one's like significantly more exciting than the Saturday Night Live mm-hmm. intro, unfortunately. But one hundred percent. Yeah. But Friday will I had always thought... come? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, you never know what the future holds. Yes, yeah, uh, so. I had a thought about this movie and yeah. New York. Okay. Do you think this movie was shot in New York or it was shot in Boston, like a lot of New York movies are? Hmm. Never even really considered it. Uh, I would hope that it is legit New York, because as a native mm-hmm. New Yorker, I feel like I might have to quit the podcast if I were to learn that this is just like... <laughs> But also, it's Manhattan, so I don't really give a shit. Like, if they were in Queens That's or whatever, true. I'd be like, oh, this is bullshit, but whatever. Where is Pelham? Pelham? I don't Because that's where Alva's from, but yeah. I, like, don't well, know what borough that's in. I think she's in the Bronx. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. The the guy the guy in Peter's like office room giggle fest was all like, well she takes the subway into Pelham every night. I don't blame her for having a gun or whatever. Yeah, I'm I like mean, I, I she, don't I, I don't know where Pelham is. I think she takes the Green Line, so she's probably either like Harlem or the Bronx. I don't know. I don't take those mm-hmm. lines that far up to be honest. You, this is true. You know, I could I could um. I could probably solve this by watching the movie Taking of Pelham One Two Three. Yeah, I think that is maybe about a train in New York, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, um, to be honest, I only ever took the Green Line to go up to like Spanish Harlem, so like past One O Third. Like, it's a mystery to me. Yeah, the only time I ever went to the Bronx was to go to the zoo. Mm, yeah. And even then, I you'd have to get off and take like a a bus to the zoo after you, like, were on the train for like an hour or two. Mm-hmm. You think Peter or Alva ever went to the Bronx Zoo? I'm sure they have. Alva probably went to the Bronx Zoo as like a kid. Yeah, yeah. It's I don't know about Peter, Peter. Yeah, Peter, he did. He probably went to the park. He probably went to the Prospect Park Zoo. It was closer. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's fair. It's not as cool. It is a cool zoo though. Yeah, definitely. I mean. I don't think I've been there since I was a kid. The Prospect Park Zoo or the Bronx Zoo? The Bronx Zoo. I don't think I've ever been to the Prospect Park Zoo. But 
Ah, oh, man, you should go. It's it's nice. The Prospect Park Zoo is, uh, I think, if you still have your uh, college ID, mm, yeah. if you still have that, you might be able to trick them into giving you a discount to kind of go in. That's oh, yeah. that's what me and that's what me and uh, a few people actually did going to the Prospect Park Zoo. Oh, yeah, I get a lot of mileage out of that uh, art school ID, high key. Uh, I'd be... I don't know where mine is. I still have the... I think I never even, like, replaced it. I still have the original one in my wallet. Damn, you never lost that? I lost mine, like, three times. I had to, like... I had to keep getting new ones. <laughs> yeah. I, that was not an uncommon thing. Uh, I didn't start losing things until after I graduated. Fair and enough. now I lose things all the time. Now I lose my mind mm, yeah never had that actually can't can't lose <laughs> what you don't have anyway we're, we're just writing joker posters right now we're just writing the new joker movie oh yeah there well there's like a joker 2 coming out right yeah i hear it's supposed to be a mu- musical starring lady gaga oh that you know that actually doesn't sound too bad it sounds pretty fun and honestly i'm i'm like excited for it like Side unseen. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see that episode of Batman: The Brave and the Bold that had Neil Patrick Harris, and it was an entirely musical episode? I don't think I ever watched Batman: Brave and the Bold. I think the only, I think the only Brave and Bold content I ever watched was the Scooby Doo crossover movie, mm-hmm. which was pretty good. I, I, think I mean, that was most older. Scooby Doo movies are pretty good. Oh yeah, definitely. I think the the yeah. crossover at Scooby Doo was like Scooby Doo probably like new mysteries or some shit named like that you know there's all those like spinoffs but brave and bold was like late 2000s maybe like early 2010s cartoon network it was like mm-hmm. him in like the blue suit it was like i remember just being on a lot so i would watch on cartoon network so i'd watch it but there was this one episode yeah. where there was this fucking super villain who was voiced by neil patrick harris who uh it's kind of a weird guy i learned but uh, I don't know which tangent to go on first because it's like, all right, do I go into <laughs> do I go into like the oh he was like a villain that like forced everyone to sing through like that was his like super villain power or whatever and so that was uh-huh. fun. But I think more interestingly yeah. was the fact that at I think like the year after with uh, Amy Winehouse died, Neil Patrick Harris had a uh, cake either at like a Halloween party or something that looked like her autopsy photo. I think I may have mentioned what? that on the podcast before. I'm not sure, I, but you may have mentioned it on a in an episode I wasn't on. Mm. I don't remember this. Yeah, I mean, you could look it up. That's I just crazy. learned it randomly on Twitter, but apparently he just thought it'd be funny. I guess I don't know. Jesus, I mean, listen, he's a Hollywood elite. I I bet he he thinks a lot of things are funny that oh, don't yeah. land. He would happily like throws to the wolves, you know, to keep that information. I. I keep seeing his goddamn face for uh, what is one of those like meal service like uh, Blue Apron? It no, it's the other one. Hello Fresh. Hello I Fresh. keep seeing his ass in like Hello Fresh uh, advertisements where he's like being all cute, not not long, knowing how to cook or whatever, because yeah. the projector downstairs doesn't have an ad blocker. Right. We keep watching shit on Hulu. He knew how to commission a cake I'm like, though. He doesn't know how to commission a cake. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sorry to throw shade at Neil Patrick Harris, all the How I Met Your Mother fans in the audience, but... 
he's he's you know he's so much richer than us he'll he'll live yeah he'll live. i don't know i only really bring it up just because i bought this like jim henson biography that i'm struggling mm. to get through the first past of his like family history uh but oh, he, it's yeah. just like his name's on the front it's like yeah it's a great book and it's like i don't give a shit about neil pat sorry neil patrick harris but i don't give a shit about how he feels about jim henson i want to want to hear what the puppet people yeah. have to say yeah the the puppeteers yeah um i think a muppet version of vampire's kiss would be really fun mm, yeah would it be like one of those where like peter's the only one who is not a muppet yeah well i mean that's that's a good point because i feel like every muppet movie has like one big celebrity in it yeah. um and i feel like nick cage would be a perfect celebrity to to act among muppets you absolutely. know absolutely i think so and like I get yeah. maybe like the vampires can be the Muppets, so like he sees himself in the mirror and then he sees himself as like a Muppet he... version of himself as a vampire. <laughs> That's good. He meets the count and he's like, Well, who the fuck are you? Mm-hmm. Or the count is 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 Rachel. The count is Rachel. That's nuts. The count is Rachel. Mm-hmm. I mean that this wouldn't this wouldn't go well because I think the uh, Sesame Street tries to keep their their Muppets away from adult themes. Yeah, yeah, yeah um well i think but, i think if it was the muppets vampire's kiss peter might be the one turning into the count and he'd be like you know like mm. a b c d you know? <laughs> oh shit you're so right oh my god nuts yeah we should talk about the movie now yes we should um how did you watch oh, yours yeah, your host mine was Oh, okay. I'll go first. Mine was again uninteresting. I, I I have some interesting watches planned. I just I'm still setting them up. Yeah. Um, today I wanted to watch the movie downstairs, so I went downstairs, booted up my laptop, um, and started watching the movie, and it started buffering. Mm. So I've now dubbed this this watch the buffering watch mm. because. I was like, I'm going to give this movie exactly one hour and 48 minutes of my time. Because after this, I have to go. I have to go. I went Halloween decoration shopping with my mm-hmm. roommates. Right. And we had a time plan for that. So I was like, if this movie doesn't finish in one hour and 48 minutes, that's fine. I'm going to I'll I'll make up for it somehow in the future. Watch. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm putting a lot of like my uh my missed watch time onto like the six hour watch that's coming up one of these days right um, i mean i think like whenever that comes like any sins that you've had will be forgiven you know pretty much uh, that's yeah that's really is just me repenting for everything that i've done yeah it's very catholic um <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know much about catholicism but uh that seems pretty it's watching six hours of vampires kiss is pretty catholic right yeah, but I mean, when I went to confession as a child, like, and I'd be like, "Oh, Father, I'm so ashamed. I, uh, I don't know. I want to be a vampire, Father. I know it's not very holy, but it's like it seems pretty cool." Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, "Oh, my son, like, say five Hail Marys and watch like at least six hours of Vampire's Kiss, you know?" <laughs> I'd be like, "What's that?" And he'd be like, "Oh, you'll know one day." And I didn't know what he meant, but now I do. It's a weird church you went to. Yeah, it was. It was. Um... I'm still near it, but uh, <laughs> I constantly want to go in there and smoke weed because it just it's like 
it's just the acoustics, you know, I don't really vibe, like, I, like, I tried to give the sermons a chance, or, or whatever, and I'll get yeah. into that with my recommendation at the end of the episode, but, like, mostly, Ooh. I just like the organ, man, you know, it was, like, a real, I liked looking at the, the rosy Dude. window, whatever you call it, stained glass windows, the organs, it was yeah, cool. Ch- churches themselves are very cool, yeah. like, architecturally and stuff, um, I just have never been to a service because I wasn't raised religious, so mm-hmm. I like don't know what that's like. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the, to sum up my watch, it was a buffering watch, and I gave it an hour forty minutes. It buffered so much that I actually only got an hour into the the movie. Dang. I didn't. I didn't even get to the part where he calls Doctor Glazer and we see Emilio. Mm. I I I, don't I didn't scene. get there. <laughs> no, it's there. Trust okay, me. Okay, I'm sure. Uh, I mean, it's not like I've seen this 22 times or anything. You know, <laughs> I feel like I would have noticed that by now. But um, <laughs> uh, I think um, where I ended up stopping was where he like rips the phone out of the. Oh no, it's where Rachel comes into his like room and he's like trashed his place mm. and he's like he's like crawling under the, the couch uh no 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 it's it's where it's like after he he made the coffin. like assaults alva and then he runs and he like trashes his place and makes the coffin mm. and he's like sitting under it and he's like i'm hungry and then rachel comes in and like tells him like he just like, kicks a bottle and she's like well you know what you have to do and then she kisses his head and as soon as she kissed his head the four, one, one hour 48 minutes was up so then I closed the movie. Mm-hmm. So it ended as like a strange but cl- pleasant rom-com, you know? Yeah, well, well, <laughs> not that that's such a pleasant ending, but yeah, mm-hmm. it was very, very, uh, <laughs> it was a interesting place to um, uh, leave off. Uh, how was your watch? What did, what did, uh, how, how did you uh, consume the movie this time? Well, it was a pretty standard watch, although um, although I was shaming you a little bit, similar to you, like I missed a bit. I uh, I like put it on because like I was like, all right, we mm. got, I got like a certain amount of time to do it, but I had to help yeah. a little bit with cooking and whatnot. So I just kind of like tried to do that as quickly as possible and then go back as soon as I could. So I got mm. back right at the alphabet scene. So you know, pretty good. Oh, yeah. And I was a like good, a good place to re-enter. Yeah, definitely. And like as I was watching it, I was like, man, this is the watch where I feel nothing and I don't enjoy this movie anymore. <laughs> wow. Hey, I mean listen, twenty-two episodes, twenty-two watches in, you're you're doing pretty good if like this is a watch where you watched it and you felt nothing. Yeah. I feel like I've done that way earlier. Yeah. Well, that's that's what I said at the beginning, but if I'm being honest, oh. by the end, it won me back. It's like it's such like a toxic relationship that we have, me and this movie. But you know, I don't know. Yeah, we're getting we're getting into the weeds. Yeah, I mean, like, I guess it's strange, you know. Like, you think like after seeing someone like knock it out of the park so many times, it's like, oh, this loses mm-hmm. its magic. And maybe the first like few times, yeah, it's like, yeah, whatever. But when you just see them like consistently do it the whole time, it's like, I can't, I can't deny it. You know, this is pretty great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I um, <laughs> what what was your what was your favorite part of the watch? Your 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 uh your standout moment, if you would. Let me see. There wasn't like as big standout moments as much as like little things that like stood out to me a little yeah. bit more like. 
just looking around his room and I noticed that, you know, above Peter's bed, I don't know if I pointed out before, I think I may have, but like, I noticed, you know, Peter's painting above his bed that like, mm. it has two people off to one side and then there's another person, you know, like off away, you know, representing his solitude and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, him always seeing yeah. couples around the city. Yeah, definitely. I noticed that, um, I think there's a Japanese takeout menu in Peter's kitchen that you may notice when it pans over oh. to him eating the bird. You know, you could see like a little huh. thing of what looks like a Japanese menu that I have. So I don't know. Maybe we like eat at the same places. Who knows? But I mean, it's it's attention to detail. You can we can concretely say this movie has that now cuz yeah, you know he does love Japanese food. He does. He very there's so, it's so refreshing. Uh I noticed mm. that Emil has a cool uh sailor steering a ship uh lamp in the background. I, I fucking love that lamp. I'm like Emilio, you lamp. dork. That is a great lamp. Mm-hmm. If only he had like, you know, the attention to detail he had for interior design was as well with his family because it was a little too late, I'm afraid to say, at the end, but Mm, yeah, right. I don't know. That was a little too dark. I'm sorry, um, audience. Uh, <laughs> hey, listen, we're in a dark place. We are in a we're dark not place. Even, yeah. We're not halfway through. We're not we're like still further away from the end of this than we are the beginning. That's um a dark thought. <laughs> it's okay. Listen, Matt. It's okay. We're we're almost there though. We're we're almost to the halfway mark, and then every watch after that, we're closer to the end. That's yeah. That's uh, true. That's true. It's like after this, it's only f- uh only a month, only a month after this, and then we're halfway. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It's pretty nuts. Um, yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> I think we're gonna we're gonna do this. I I I I had a thought like uh, this is like this this truly the numbers we've got right now are truly respectable. Yeah, totally. I was I had I actually was thinking earlier today. I was like, I wonder if there is like some kind of metric on Letterbox to see like a limit how to many how many people watch it. Oh, or like for a movie like. Who's the person who's watched this movie the most times? Right. Oh, you want you want that spot. I want yes, because here's the thing. I've every time we do an episode of this and I watch Vampire's Kiss, I review it on Letterboxd. Mm-hmm. I've seen and that and I respect it. I have barely opened that app, to be honest. That's fine. I, I use it more, I think, than any other social media. Um, mm-hmm. It's my favorite social media because it's tied to one of my favorite things. So I'm just like, hell yeah. yeah. Love that. I love seeing what my friends are watching. Mm-hmm. I love reading their little thoughts about whatever they're watching. Yeah. Great. I feel the same way about Twitter because I, you know, mm. I just love getting angry and uh, oversharing <laughs> mental illness and thirst traps. <laughs> and those three things are pretty great to me. <laughs> We've all got our kicks in life. Yeah, definitely. Um, Speaking of <laughs> kicks, uh huh. I don't know how I'm gonna tie that. In, but when he says "boohoo" after uh, two shoots himself in the mouth, mm-hmm. I think that might have been my favorite moment. I think it really strikes me mm-hmm. how he just kind of barks it out. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think anyone's ever said "boohoo" in that way. Like, you know, it's like "boohoo." Yeah. You know, it's like one like it's two separate syllables, but he kind of makes it like a syllable and a half, kind of really putting it together. Yeah which I respect. Also, 
Speaking of kicking it, as in kicking the bucket, as in dying, the last that do you know what his last words are before he dies? Uh, he, I I should see it shrink, right? It's. I really can't handle these relationships. Maybe I should see a shrink. And then, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I don't man. know, like, I've, you know, like that, that line has passed me by like every single time. But like, I was like, really mm-hmm. like Peyton, like, what is the last thing he says? And for that to be it, I think it's like very hilarious. It's it bookends the movie. He's thinking about therapy but from at the beginning and end of the movie. Yeah. I mean, you know, really, this this is a testament of like people should go to therapy. Yeah. Is what this movie really is saying right, right? But very importantly, you should be honest with your therapist because Peter's problem yes. the whole time is that he's not being open. He's not taking what she says into consideration. The thing about therapy mm-hmm. is, it's like a it's a two person thing. They can't just fix you. Like you gotta put some work in yeah. yourself. But you know, who knows? Maybe after becoming a murderer and all that. Maybe when he went back to Dr. Glazer, maybe that was the time that he would, you know, shape up. Although she probably would have like, called the cops on him as he did murder someone. Probably, probably. She seems like a respectable, um, you know, kind of therapist, you know, to be doing that. Yeah, I was going to I was going to give him the Patrick Bateman, like, benefit of the doubt where it's like, well, he might get away with it. But it's like, no, he's not really on that, like, level of financial uh He's like he's not in that like financial level where he's like a blind spot for law enforcement. Yeah. Uh so I'm sure he would get I'm sure he would get arrested. That's true. Also I think the number of uh what's the word? People who witnessed his murder, whatever the word is for that. Witnesses. Witnesses. witnesses yeah witnesses there were significantly yeah, yeah. more witnesses i think for the single murder that peter did for like literally every single murder that patrick did patrick was like pretty yeah, careful up until the end but peter was just mm-hmm. like telling about how he's a vampire to everyone i think they'd find him pretty quickly to be honest yeah and there was there's also this whole office they yeah. like because he didn't like i think he didn't come into work for a lot of those days and he, that's why he was getting all those phone calls yeah because like after he assaults Alvin, decides that he's a vampire, he doesn't show up to work, and I think the phone constantly ringing is them trying to call him and check on him. Yeah. Um. So someone's noticed he's not at work, and someone's noticed Alva's not at work. Right. So. Yeah. Um. I actually don't have that substantial of a a um a standout. Mm-hmm. I've only got one. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think this is where I, like I've the fatigue it. starts to set in for us. Yeah, it's okay. We got. I, I have. Uh, we, you know what we got to do? Mm. We have to do another morb swap. Okay. Does it have to be with Morbius? Well, yeah. It's oh not yeah, be yeah, morb yeah, swap. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, because because well, you, I actually gave you the copy we that you need. Yeah. So. Morb swap coming soon. Gonna inject some blue blood or whatever is in that movie into this podcast. I think. Sure. I don't know. I only heard the. I've only. I've only ever heard the movie. I don't actually know. Yes, you did. I saw it, (laughs) and the images, to be honest, just kind of like left my head as soon as the watch ended. But it's fair. But Jared Leto's in it. Um, You know, Matt Smith's in it. 
He's in that mm-hmm. new Game of Thrones thing. You know, he's like incestuous in that probably, you know, for all you sick freaks in the audience. Yeah, I've heard I've heard that that show is like uh, there are people like all the Game of Thrones fans that were like big into Game of Thrones, I think, are all over that show. But yeah, I haven't I've I've literally I feel like I've heard nothing about it. I I've been hearing good things generally. Uh, I tried to get into the first episode and I think just because like I'm also watching the Lord of the Rings show. I'm like, this is just like too many characters mm. for me right now. Like I'm barely even remembering a lot of the names for this one. Like I don't think I could welcome mm-hmm. all this shit back in at this very moment. But it seemed pretty solid from like the one episode that I watched. That's fair. Uh, yeah, I was just I, I just got bored of game of thrones because i'd read like three of the books yeah and then uh i watched the show a little bit and then i was like oh, i already know all this <laughs> yeah <laughs> i just i just let it go i mean only like the first like four and a half ish seasons are good in my opinion i mean there's like aren't there I only think... four seasons no there's eight. Oh yeah yeah there's right. eight seasons there are eight seasons they ran Holy out of books shit. at the end of season four, I believe, maybe like halfway through season five. But whoa, I don't know, really? Like they made bag. it up for f- they made it up for four seasons. Yeah, I mean, I think that George Martin whoa. probably like gave them a little bit of, you know, like what's what it's leading up to and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and there's still like some good bits of spectacle. Like I think like the dragons are fantastic towards the end of the season true it's just the writing for everything else is controversial take yeah. that's never been made before but game of thrones <laughs> didn't end very well you know i know you've not heard <laughs> this before ever there you've not seen like at least like several video bleh, video essays that are at least an hour long mm-hmm. but i yeah. wouldn't recommend till the end i'm sorry guys it's true i've been cleaning um, up my room and like I have, like, these four Funko Pops that I have, and, like, I'm completely disillusioned with Funko Pops. I find their, like, dead Uh soul size to be just, like, disheartening in terms of just, like... I saw... Yeah? Yeah. Oh, I saw a $500 Funko Pop today. Oh, really? Yeah. How much is in your bank account? Hopefully not negative 500. Uh, um, I'm, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Of? Um, anyway, you're. It was just like a limited edition Michael Myers Funko Pop. He's holding a knife. Oh, okay, that sounds that, like it's that was it. $100. It was it was very unimpressive. I I didn't. I I think all the five hundred dollar was like literally generated by the fact that I think there might be like one. Yeah. Or maybe more more than one but less yeah. than five mm-hmm. i had like so i've just been like trying to clean my room because it was just it was a fucking like mess mm-hmm. before it was like peter lowe's apartment if i'm being honest it's a lot better now but nice. i just had these four ones like looming over it and i was it was yeah. just like finn from star wars and john yeah. snow from game of thrones and then like yeah uh, Alexander Louise Armstrong from Full Metal Alchemist and Bakugo from My Hero Academia. Yeah. And I remember in college, like there was, I had like a huge like anti weeb phase where it's just like, I do feel shame for all this anime shit. Like it is trash, <laughs> and anime is trash for sure. You know, yeah. like it's just it's just so fucking annoying all the tropes and shit. But then like mm. 
And, you know, like, the new Star Wars movies hadn't gotten bad yet, and the Game of Thrones hadn't gotten bad yet. And, mm-hmm. like, very strangely, like, all age. these years late, yeah, and strangely, all these years later, it's like, man, like, Star Wars and Game of Thrones sucks to me now, but now anime is good again. This is so weird. So I'm just, like, yeah. shamefully put back, like, the Finn and Jon Snow ones, you know, and it's just... <laughs> I guess I'm just a weeb now. I guess that's better than being into all this other shit. Apparently. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of anime out there and some of it's good. That's true. Also, I will say that my Full Alchemist uh Funko Pop is like the coolest Funko Pop I've seen cuz it's like he's all muscly and shit, mm. so like it has all those details oh. so like it's not like a boring oh. kind of circular thing like it actually has like that's a decent awesome. amount of shape and cheekbones and all that. But, I'm trying to think of what the Funko Pops I have are, because I have three as well. Well, I actually have four, but I don't know yeah. where the fourth one is. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them is Morty holding Mega Seeds. My dad got me that mm-hmm. when Rick and Morty came out. Yeah. One of them is J-Mo, which is Jake the Dog uh, shaped as BMO. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one is Pinhead. Mm-hmm. Love Pinhead. Yeah. And the fourth one is Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> right. <laughs> which my dad also got that one for me and i'm like where the fuck did you find this that's pretty i've seen that one that one's pretty cute it is cute i like it a lot i just don't know where they are right now i still haven't really unpacked much of my room yeah my room is like one step away from being peter low room it's just everything's in boxes so mm-hmm. any pigeon feathers uh not yet but give it time um Oh, yeah. Was also, I? Did I already say my? Oh yeah, go ahead. Uh, I just had one thing uh, that I feel yeah. really bad about, and it's a correction because I believe I said that this movie was a 1988 classic, but it's a 1989 classic. Wait, it's 89? I thought it was 88. I've been saying 88 this whole time. According to Wikipedia, which famously has never been wrong about anything. Uh, it's a it's an ironclad source, so I'm yeah. ready to believe this wholeheartedly. Yeah, definitely. Which, you know, goes to show you, I was going to I was going to come on this podcast and I'd be like, man, this was a drag. You know, I feel like we figured out this movie this whole time. But, you know, we're missing a little details here and there. And I think, yeah, I think by the time we get to 50, we got to get it like squeaky clean. Like no one can tell a shit about anything about this movie. Yes. We absolutely. I actually did a little bit of research. Okay. Just a little bit, but mm-hmm. it was about Alva, and it was really inconsequential. But I agree. I think at the end of this movie, we should be able to quote it word for word. Yeah. And know every detail of the movie. Right. I I quoted Which like I as I, we watched, yeah. like without even thinking about it, like in mm-hmm. little things. <laughs> what are some things? Because like yeah. whenever they get to the part where it's like where Peter and that imaginary woman both say refreshing at the same time. I always say refreshing mm-hmm. at the same time. Yep, yep. What do you do? I was actually I was actually thinking about that today because I normally I watch the movie in my room in the privacy of my room and hide my shame yeah. from everyone else. Yeah. But today I watched it in the living room and I was like having to restrain myself from quoting Lon. Like I, anyone could walk in right now and see me exhibiting these insane behaviors. I need to re- reel it in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I also think about it because I like do it in the privacy of my own room because I don't let I don't let my family know that I'm doing this this degenerate shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Making podcasts. It's like it's a little shameful if I'm being honest. But uh-huh. 
JK, but I do think if they do, they'd be like, why the fuck are you wasting your time watching this movie like 52 mm-hmm. times? And I'd be like, hey, man, I only quietly judge what you do, so you should continue quietly judging my <laughs> shit, you know? But I don't remember where I was going with this. Oh, yeah. Uh, I like worry I, sometimes oh, yeah. that like I'm going to be because like out, out loud, I'm like, yeah, it's like a stupid movie or whatever. But, you know, it's like I enjoy it. And, like, I say uh-huh. that, like, out loud, and, like, I kind of dread, like, doing it. But then when I'm watching the movie, mm-hmm. like, someone walks in, I'm just, like, just quietly chuckling to myself, saying along to every word, looking like a massive <laughs> dork, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, it's, I, I'm also, it, this movie is at least soothing in the sense that I do sometimes, dr- like, leading up to it i will dread the watch i'll be like oh god today i've got to watch vampire's kiss again but then when i get when i get into the movie i'm like okay this is still interesting this is still entertaining i'm still absorbing things like a sponge it's still cinema for real Mm -hmm. for real for real um did i already say what my standout was i i can't remember if i got sidetracked or if i said it already i think this episode's a bit of a mess i'm very lost <laughs> it's all good listen yeah we they can't all be winners but i think they are yeah um Precious anyway if i have it if i've if i've said this already listener i'm not sorry i'm gonna say it again um i my standout this time i've seen it a lot i've seen it every time and i've had this thought every time but i don't think i've vocalized it he does a gay little run. Mm. You you've seen it. It's when it's like after his like breakdown in the bathroom. Yes, where he's I noticed like, that too. Yeah, he's like he's like you know saying his thing, and his boss is like, "Fucking go to the ladies' room if you're gonna take drama class or whatever." He says. Yeah, I should know that line by now. Mm-hmm. Um, he he like once he leaves the bathroom, he like does like a gay little run he and he's like, he's like holding his hand up to his, his mm-hmm. like teeth. He's like, and he's like, his other hand is like flopping by his side and he's like almost skipping. Yeah. Uh, and then he stops because the, like this woman like exits into the hallway mm-hmm. and he like walks normal and then it continues the gay little run once yeah, he passes it's like, her. And it's I'm like, like prancing, but like very deeply distressed, which is a great combination. Yes. A distressed prance is how I would describe it. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, that was my standout. I was like, you know, <laughs> this is such a weird choice, Nick Cage, but I love what you're doing here. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Uh huh. Um, did you notice any vampire powers? Any I vampire one, powers? But it's it's stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the one I noticed was stupid. <laughs> you know. I don't think he was a vampire this time. Oh, really? It's I fair. Think, uh, he's yeah. He's a big dork. I think he's just an unwell man, you know. Mm-hmm. Who thinks that he needs love? Um, but I think he needs to be heavily medicated first. I think he needs to love himself first. He does need to love. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. It's sad, really, and it's sad for another reason that we'll talk about the next episode on the. Well, actually, maybe not. But I was reading the Wikipedia page and I saw some some stuff. Oh really? Yeah, I think halfway is like a good point to start interjecting actual research into like the specifics of the film. Also, I mean, we already got a little booster shot of research when um 
when Graham was on the show, he actually right. did research prior to the watch yeah. and told me some fun facts mm -hmm. about like the cockroach handler yeah, and yeah. like uh, the director didn't like Nick Cage. Mm -hmm. Um, did he say that he ate like three cockroaches or he, something like that? He made him do it several times, and but then he used the first take mm -hmm. because he just didn't like Nick Cage, so he made him eat the cockroach cockroaches over and over again. And the cockroach handler didn't like that because he was like, bro, my cockroaches, what are you doing? Yeah, I mean, it must be hard, very difficult to, like, wrangle up some cockroaches and train them to do stunts and whatnot. I mean, they yeah, had names. I probably, don't know how, you know, probably. Duh, I, I don't want to dwell on this. Yeah, that's so let's sad. Let's cancel Nick Cage right now. <laughs> that's the worst thing he does in this movie, honestly. I know. Unforgivable. Mm -hmm. Um. I mean, he kind of uh, is, because it's uh, like, he, you know, the rest of it's fictional, but he did really kill that cockroach. He did really eat those cockroaches, though. Yeah. Not even in, like, a, you um, know, a situation in which, like, you need to kill a cockroach. Like, for a movie, it's like, that cockroach shouldn't have to die. No. Yeah. I... Although, I will say, it's something I did observe. Um... I think it's really funny how stupid Peter Lowe looks in this movie, and how, like, much of a buffoon he is yeah knowing that the director hated nick cage during the shoot of this <laughs> that's so it just true. makes it funnier how much of a dumbass peter lowe looks like and how yeah. like insane he acts mm -hmm. i you know think that that'd be an interesting watch idea like just really try to like think about what is it like for everyone else on set watching nicholas cage do this because like you didn't sign up for this like yeah. no one did like no one saw this coming not even nicholas cage probably no but a, apparently he loved this i yeah. uh, like like i said this was one of his most important performances to yeah, him absolutely. so yeah i don't know and man. i think it's weird energies up. on the set yeah and i think it's yeah. fucked up that either gq or whoever does like the actor like interviews where you know they go through like all the fucking roles and whatnot they distract one with christian bale the other peter lowell but yeah. they did not mention peter lowell at all during Nicolas Cage's one, which is very disappointing. Wait, really? No. That's fucked up. Dude, there is Vampire's Kiss erasure happening. It is. Because in, in fucking the unbearable way to massive talent, there was a whole room full... I'm sure we've mentioned this we before. There was a whole room full of Nick Cage paraphernalia from all of his movies, but there was not a single prop nor hint to vampires kiss yeah. in that fucking room you could have just put a piece of plastic vampire teeth anywhere it's but true. they didn't it's true it's fucked up man really uh, i'm frankly enraged yeah um, could have had the soup you know i could have had the soup they could have had anything had but anything. there was nothing not not even a not even a headshot um I mean, that just kind of goes to show you how little, like, you know, the people at large really appreciate this movie when they should. Because it's I like... Agree. This movie... I mean, if you, like, let this slip attention. through your fingers, you know, what you're basically saying is, like, I don't care that that cockroach died for this film, you know? And that's, like, even more fucked up. You know, that cockroach probably had a family. That guy probably mm -hmm. taught him to do flips. You know, could probably do a backflip. Yeah. Can you do a fucking backflip? I don't think you can, listener. Four to five cockroaches gave their lives for this movie, yeah. and nobody cares. No. 
if you listener can do a backflip, send it to us. DM it yes, at GameRealPod, and we'll do live reactions to it on the podcast. I think I know most of the people that listen to this show, and I would love to see you do a backflip. Please, yeah. please send those videos yeah. to us. I'm exclusively going to send, like, without, even people that I haven't told about the podcast, I'm going to send them this episode <laughs> just because I want to see them do backflips. Yes, I'm going to think of everyone I know that I want to see do a backflip. Mm. I'm going to send them this episode. Joe Byron, can, you could do a backflip. Come on, buddy. I'll give you a, <laughs> give you a piece of ice cream. You know? Oh, man. That would save our country, I think. If he could do, you know, we deserve a president who could do a fucking backflip, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, we haven't had one yet, but yeah, I think as a side day. note, I saw uh, Turnstile, like a uh, very good current, like kind of popular punk band right now, and they definitely uh, do backflips. But it was raining like motherfuckers, yeah. so I don't think he did. Well, he definitely did not do any backflips that I noticed, which is disappointing. But there was a lot that's of shame for sure. Oh, hey, that's good at least. Yeah. Um. Uh, we have a few more minutes. Is there any other thoughts you had you wanted to share? I, I did some research on the actor who plays Alva, uh-huh. whose name is Maria. Oh, God, she's three names. Maria Conchitas. Um, oh, give me a second. Mm-hmm. Pulling up letterboxed. Mm-hmm. Maria Conchita. Oh, Maria Conchita. Alonzo. Oh, yes. Letterbox only has two names. Maria Conchita Alonso. Yes, I looked her up because uh, I had the thought that uh, she, I wonder if she has been in any horror movies because I feel like she'd be a really good scream queen. Mm -hmm. Do you you get that impression? Uh, She was a singer previously. I knew that. Like, I was like very quickly skinning her. uh, Mm hmm. I don't know, her fucking uh, Wikipedia page. And mm-hmm. I saw that she that was a thing about her. And she was the first uh, not born in American Latina actress to be on Broadway. Whoa, that's awesome. Yeah. So pretty that's, cool. she's, she's pretty cool. She has a she has a good voice. Mm-hmm, um, for sure. I, I looked up her IMDb to see what movies she'd been in. If she'd been in any horror movies. Mm-hmm. The main ones I saw is she was in Rob Zombie's Lords of Salem. Oh. Yeah, which I was like, whoa, holy shit, okay. And she was also in Predator 2. Oh. Which I've seen Predator 2, but I didn't see her. Was she the Predator? So, she must have been. She must have been one of those Predators that shows up at the end of the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, She's also recently, in 2020, I... I thought this was a fun fact. Mm-hmm. She was in a movie called Good Boy mm-hmm. about it. Uh, oh, what's the? Hang on. About a good boy. She, well, the the <laughs> yes, it, it is about a good boy. Um, I'm trying to find them. Good boy. Here we go. Uh, Judy Greer is the main character of Good Boy. She's like a a woman who is suffering from like major anxiety. And she gets an emotional support dog, mm. and the mo- the emotional support dog uh, kills anyone who stresses Judy Greer out. Mm. And that's the movie. And apparently, uh, Maria Conchita is in it. 
Oh, hopefully the dog doesn't kill her. I hope not. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to watch this movie eventually. I put it on my list after learning about mm-hmm. it, but huge plot twist. That, the that dog's was... name is Peter. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. I now I've got to watch it. The well is very deep, um, guys. It goes so much deeper than you think. Like I said, I've been trying to tie other movies into this movie, and I think we can do it. I think so, too. I mean, you know, we already know that she went on to Broadway after this. So, you know, clearly, you know, there's like a very direct pipeline, you know, VP. Well, VK, I forget. VP is VK. I know. I do this literally every day. Yeah, Yeah, I it's. I always worry about like fucking it up on the podcast because it's like I know that it's Vampire's Kiss, but like Vampire's Piss mm-hmm. just like is something that I say almost as much, you know, if not more. I literally, if I ever am like idly talking about or referring to Vampire's Kiss and not our podcast, I will still sometimes say Vampire's Piss. Yeah. And my roommates have started calling me on it. Like, you just were about to say Vampire's Piss. And I'm like, I know. Leave me alone. <laughs> that would be a different movie. Oh, Maybe? It sure would. I wouldn't... I uh, don't think... I wouldn't want Piss to be added to this movie. I think there's, like, enough moving parts that I think that... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't want to see Peter pissing out on anyone. You know what I mean? That's just That's just not something that I want to see. You'll change your tune a few uh, when we get deeper into these watches. I think, I think there's gonna be some dark dark episode in the late forties mm-hmm. where we're like, you know what? I take back what I said. I want to see Peter Lowe pissing. Damn. I mean, I'm calling it. It makes you think, you know, like do vampires piss? Because you know they drink blood or whatever. Well, I don't know. Like I feel like oh, someone's calling. Yeah. Me. My aunt is calling me. Uh-oh. She may barge in soon. That'd be a fun guest, secret guest uh, appearance. Uh, <laughs> I don't need to answer it right now. We're almost done. I yeah. think after this, we'll do our our uh, our plugs and stuff. Okay. And do vampires plug Because they drink blood, you know. Like, do they have to pee blood eventually? That's a great question. I think yes. Yeah, right? I personally think yes. Maybe they don't shit, I think it's funnier. Yeah. Well, because they don't eat solid food, so that only makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think Peter Lowe would also piss blood, you know, judging from, like, what he was consuming. Yeah, even if he's not a vampire, I think he would. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think that's a good. I think Our, that's a good note to end the podcast. Definitely, on. problem uh, solved. You know, we're we're you know <laughs> fingers of the new age in this. We're answering the tough questions. Yeah, you you, you come to us with all the for all the hard hitting facts. Yeah, and I know when you started this podcast way back when you were like, "Do vampires piss?" When you read that title, and now you know. Like it took us a while to get there. I'm sorry mm-hmm. for that, but your life is yeah, better for it. And yes, agreed. <laughs> Um, let's do recommendations. Uh, you got anything, Matt? Or do you uh, want me to go first? Yeah. Well, I was talking about Catholicism a little bit, and it's been mm. on the mind because I started. I haven't finished it, but I started watching Midnight Mass on Netflix. Oh, I, th- I think you'll like Midnight Mass. Yes, I'm pretty sure 
mm-hmm. there's a vampire priest or whatever, which, you know, is like a tried and true favorite of the genre, in my opinion, you know, mm-hmm. you love to, you know, I thought that it was going to be about a vampire priest as like the main character, because like, I think that'd be a really interesting mm-hmm. dynamic. And I might write that myself. Like, oh, how do I how do I be Catholic while I'm a vampire? But am I am I imagining? Isn't there not a movie called Catholic Vampire? What? For real? You keep talking. I'm going to okay. do some Googling. Okay. Well, Midnight Mass, you know, it's about a, it's about a guy. He uh, lives on this. I feel like it's off the coast of, like, somewhere in the, the far, like, above California. You know, Washington, Oregon, one of those places. It's like a fishing town that gets hit, like, pretty heavy in storms. And very catholic it's a very catholic community you know uncomfortably so you know everyone's strung pretty tight but you know some crazy shit's starting to go down and there's this guy who like was in well i guess i don't want to spoil it but he like left for a while and he came back but i don't know crazy stuff's ensuing you know small town nutty stuff uh you know it's yeah, I I liked the first half of the show. I was not a big fan of the ending, but mm-hmm. uh, I, it really set a really cool mood for most of it. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, it's. My like, findings... I think like the mood and the atmosphere is definitely the strongest. But I think the agreed the dialogue is written like in a very like kind of unnatural way, and like it's hard to tell like how much of that is like because it's from like this very specific community where they're, like, very proper and stuff. But, like, also, I think that kind of adds to, like, the small-town vibes in certain points, so I'm seeing, like, how it goes with that. Yeah. I'm still... Uh, I don't know if you've... I don't know if you've watched any of other... Mike Flanagan's other shows, but it... It sounds a bit too much like his other shows, where they get super monologue-y. Yeah. Um, What other shows has he done? He did Haunting of Hill House. He did some oh. horror movies. Okay. Uh, he was like loosely attached to Bly Manor. Mm-hmm. I've seen um, I've seen more of Bly Manor than I think I have of uh, mm. Midnight Mass. I liked Midnight Mass until like the secondish half of the ending. Mm-hmm. I, I think the last two episodes like turned me off, but yeah. the other episodes I thought were really cool and they set a really cool tone. So yeah yeah uh yeah i recommend my findings for catholic vampire yeah oh yeah go ahead sorry one more thing i recommend uh the album glow on by uh turnstile saw them live Mm -hmm. last monday i got to like not the front but like one person behind the front which sucks because like i went on their instagram Uh and i saw the two people in front of me like on the fucking picture and i was like oh no i'm literally right behind those guys but (laughs) It was a really good show. Like, I was surprised. Yeah. I was like, it was fucking raining the whole time we are in ponchos. It was like, the venue was so Whoa. fucking annoying just because, like, I mean, like, the stage was cool. Like, it had, like, a really cool, mm-hmm. like, stretched fucking, uh, whatchamacallit, screen behind them so that you could see. But you oh, had to, sure, like, yeah. save your card information because they don't, didn't accept card or cash on the inside for like the vendors so like you had to use like Mm. qr code on this like wristband they gave you but then i went to the merch thing and they were like oh we don't take the the thing and i'm just like well what the all right but that band is good that i was really good yeah don't anti-recommend that venue or whatever 
Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I see conflicted. I see conflicted expressions on Matt's face. Yeah, I um, mean, I don't know. Maybe if I go there again, I have a, I have a different time. Also, I mean, it was just raining. You know, it was like it was cold. That's true. I was gonna say it's hardcore of you still seeing this band in the rain. Yeah, it was. They were great. I forgot how cold I was by the end of it, which is like how you want the show to be. Uh, I dapped up the lead singer because he went into the crowd to say thank you to all of us, and I like fist bumped the drummer. So that was cool. Hell yeah, dude! Yeah, you you you're out here having cool as fuck experiences. That yeah. that really uh, that that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. I feel like if you get there early enough, and like I didn't get there super early, but if like. You don't leave during the opener. You could definitely get to the front at like certain concerts. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you yeah, do. I believe in you, listeners. Yeah, get to the front, have those moments. He was super that's, ripped too. It was the... crazy. Like when he took his shirt, he really didn't have his shirt <laughs> off at first. But I was like, man, I gotta work out now. So uh, I had that thought today. I saw a a, uh, a Jennifer's body crop top. Mm. that says like i am a god yeah. with the with the lighter yeah and i was like i would totally wear that but my tits need to be so much bigger damn so i was like i should work out mm. or maybe you should just do like the scoop so that you could show off your titties you know oh show sure i mean regardless e- either way i need bigger tits yeah. um also my findings for catholic vampire nothing i must have dreamed that movie <laughs> Um, so instead, <laughs> instead of recommending a dream, I'm going to recommend something else. Um, everybody should watch the new Scooby-Doo movie that came out recently, Trick or Treat Scooby-Doo. Mm-hmm. It is fucking delightful. Yeah. It's it's gay. Mm-hmm. It uh, ref, It's heavily referential to the old Scooby-Doo show, the very first one. Uh, it has lots of cool monsters and stuff. It's hilarious. The The animation team had such a fucking fun time with the expressions and the comedy. It's so funny. Um, and it is also extremely well animated um, at random points. So it's like very smooth and cool. Uh, the design for everything is really fun. It's just a really fun time all around. Heavily recommend Trick or Treat Scooby-Doo. Honestly, go watch any Scooby-Doo movie. They're all super fun and delightful. Yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah. Uh, I think that's the only recommend I've got. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I recommend it. Watch The Strain if you like vampires. The Strain is fun. Yeah, I still still need to watch that because i remember you suggested it to me and i put a reminder on my phone that's been going off like every thursday that <laughs> i just continue to ignore sadly that's fair it's a it's a commitment it's four seasons uh it's gross it's guillermo del toro wrote it um it is very gross it is like is this pinocchio out yet i don't know i don't think it is but i want it to be i think it's coming out soon i i think so too um watch pan's live yeah just cause fuck yes just cause. Uh, that's evergreen um yeah uh any plugs we we have besides our usual you know um, the game reel twitter go go look at it mm-hmm, yeah 
you know it the by game now. Yeah, you, you probably know. It's, I mean, it's linked in, in whatever bio, wherever you're listening to this, probably. I'm always, I'm always putting those links all over the damn place. Yeah, follow our personal Twitters, you know, just because. Mm-hmm. I promise nudes the last episode. Uh, <laughs> that episode's not out yet. I haven't I haven't put it out, so okay, you still yeah. got time, Matt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> who knows, you know? It's really like a day-to-day yeah. kind of thing. It's like, oh, should I bless the time, lad? I don't know. <laughs> I just, like, post, um, like, a million news, and none of them get any likes whatsoever. <laughs> I get banned, actually. <laughs> oh, oh, God. That's mm-hmm. the nightmare scenario. Yeah, it's a rough time out here on the internet, you know. <sighs> the internet's the internet's so taxing on us. Yeah, it really is. Um, those were good plugs, I think. Yeah. Definitely. What do you think? Yeah, sure. Whatever. <laughs> this is this is the Lucy Goosey episode. You could label it the Lucy Goosey episode because. Thank. Uh, I have such a hard time thinking of names for these episodes, so thank you for giving that to me. Yeah, we get to, we could decide that at the end of every episode from now on if you want you know i i don't i don't like to play any hard and fast rules with this podcast okay, that's so because <laughs> we're the loosey-goosey podcast with the loosey-goosey episode <laughs> um well thank you listen for loosey-goosey listening to us mm-hmm. listeners um oh i don't I've believe been, that for like I, the listeners they it needs to be very active listening like i don't want you like don't put us in the background i need you your full attention for this shit uh, you heard them. You heard them loud and clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been Cassidy. I've been Matt. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Good night. Dream of us. <laughs>